0: planeswalker welcome to unnatural 20s where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of e 20 my name is caitlin and i will be your planer guide on our special adventure today i am joined today by hey what's up it's cassie hey it's mckenna aka books and today's episode is brought to you by letter p for patreon or p as in pay us enough money and we'll let you choose any topic for our episode even if even if we have a limited amount of knowledge on said topic we want to give a special thank you out to the man known as Corporate for choosing today's episode, which is Magic the Gathering. Oh, hell yeah. So <sighs> before we even begin, why don't we go around and share our experience, our knowledge with about magic so our listeners can kind of understand a little bit more about what we know. So mm-hmm. Cassie, why don't we start with you? Yes, I have
1: uh, like... An absurd amount of knowledge and experience yes. with it. Okay. okay. So it's every kind once of
2: obnoxious in, how much you talk about yeah, magic.
1: Yeah. a real master. So every once in a while, I'll come home and our one roommate is having a magic party yep. with uh, the boys. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a group of just nerds just playing magic at our house. And then I just sit in the living room and listen to them as they play. And that's been my experience with magic.
2: Good. All right. Mine is even less limited because this said roommate, I also do stumble upon his magic parties that is occasionally happening. But... I'm after work. I'm dead. So I like briefly say hi and stumble upstairs and avoid <laughs> like, all social interaction by nerds. So, <laughs> yep, that's, I hear them. I know mana is a thing. Mana it's is a thing. definitely
0: a thing. So I have probably the most knowledge of well, magic, the gathering. Like we, uh, Cassie's well, the expert. Cass- Cassie's the expert because she listens. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I have played a couple of times with said men that are in our house and other people, at have card you won? shops,
2: yes, I have That's
0: actually. That's right, you
1: have. Yeah. I have
2: definitely won. So basically, we're all masters and champions.
0: The it's only like- problem is, I've never actually played the standard version of Magic: The Gathering. I've only played Commander.
1: Oh, which well, this noob, let me tell you, doesn't even count. I don't even
0: know the difference. <laughs> so, um, listen guys, here, if you want to learn about Magic, we know it all. I oh, do but- know, though, with Commander, you play with a hundred cards. And so I, and you have like a commander, so one main card. So you mm-hmm. got like ninety-nine cards, but your commander ain't one. Oh <laughs> <no>. <laughs> that's what Yeah. The, yeah, the, the people who love magic are gonna love I'm that sure one. they're they're yeah. mm-hmm. they're rolling right up now. about that one. They're like, Wow, I wish I would have thought of that one. <laughs> All right. So I was given some magic cards by corporate. And um, I would like each of you to choose one that calls to you. And without reading the description, really, I just want you to tell the listeners why you have chosen the card that you've chosen
1: and what you think this card does. Tell me the story behind this card. Okay. Well, I, I picked um, Aminatu, the Fate Shifter. But uh, you can just, it's like the fate shifter to friends because that first word is hard as hell to say. So, (laughs) and uh, I picked it because what sounds more badass than the fate shifter? And like in a podcast where we leave the fate up to a dice, I would like to take control of that fate and be able to use it. I do like that. I'm going to
2: tell you what sounds more badass than the fate shifter. Oh shit. So I chose um, Mirko Vosk. The Mind Drinker. Mm. A mind Drinker? Oh, that is, sounds dark. Yes, very dark, but it also just sounds like this guy is going to be an evil, badass genius. Yeah. And I'm all about knowledge, so I would love to just be able to go out and drink I some minds. I like that did p- fit
0: your personality yeah. pretty well. That was a good pick for you. He's actually a pretty good commander that I've played with before. Ooh. Yeah, so that was a good choice, McKenna, but I don't know if you guys could beat primal
1: hunger oh man that sounds like you're torturing yourself (laughs) as (laughs) opposed to like
2: torturing
0: others it's just this withering thing in the corner like please feed me no it is a
1: dinosaur did you really connect to that one with your food crimes yes (laughs) yes i think that's
0: exactly why i connected with it listen
2: we just eat things we don't consider how it looks so it's
0: gahalta's got primal hunger but anyways it's a dinosaur it's like a t-rex basically and super cool and also says elder dinosaur on there so oh. like i guess he's like so you got super brittle cool. bones fuck <laughs> you up dog maybe meet me in the battle Either that. battle i don't know dog i don't know he <laughs> drinks a lot of metamucil though so his stools are nice oh, okay that's all okay. i know <laughs> All right, so as your planer guide today, I will be giving you all points for things that please me and taking away your precious 12 hit points when I don't like what you got going on. So, for your magic, the gathering cards, the cards that you have chosen to represent yourselves, mm-hmm. I really liked what each of you've done. So, I'm going to give you both 300 points. Nice. Thanks. Awesome. So, now before we start our adventure and roll our d20. Why don't you guys hit me with your fails from this previous
1: week? Okay, yeah. So um I've been a little sick and I don't know if you when you guys get sick, like I just become useless and get super out of it. Always. Mm-hmm. So like I tried to show up to work one day as I was like I was really feeling it. Do you hallucinate when you're sick? Oh fuck, yeah I yeah, do. That happens hardcore <laughs> yeah. for me. So hallucinate. I don't know. Like I don't really connect. It doesn't feel like the real world. Like no, nothing I it's all hazy. Any decisions I make don't have any consequences because <laughs> it's not really happening. And that's how I feel constantly when I'm sick. But like so one time I also turned into like a big child. So I was trying to heat up fucking chicken noodle soup because yeah. I was told you're that's sick. good for yeah. I was good for a sick little person. So I was like going to heat it up at the microwave at work. And then like literally as I, I have to lift up into the microwave at work because it's higher. So as I lifted it, like a child, I just poured chicken oh, noodle soup oh, oh, no. on the counter and on me. So then uh, like I had to explain to everybody that like this giant stain on me is chicken noodle soup <laughs> because I didn't have the like cognitive measures to like keep a bowl level when I lifted up like a child. So.
0: Oh no. Did you able to
2: eat like any of it? Oh yeah, no,
1: there was still a good amount oh, in there. Oh good, but a yeah.
2: good amount also spilled. A it good, was it was half like and half.
1: A, yeah, like when you go to SeaWorld and you're in the Splash Zone, it was ah, a good little yeah. wave of chicken noodle soup that hit me. Good, it was good for the That's soul. That's got to be the most unpleasant <laughs> smell that you had lingering. Oh, it sure you. was. It's like you know canned chicken noodle soup's like goopy yeah. too. So. Oh, it's got like a yeah. gelatin in it. Yeah, it's, it's nasty. So gross. It's you're, nasty.
0: Your clothes are gonna be stained that like yellowish. Tint I fucking too. threw
1: that shirt out. I was <laughs> done with it. I couldn't even look at it. This is the chicken noodle soup shirt. This is my show. shame shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wear the shame shirt.
2: <laughs> That's pretty bad because as a household we all spill shit on ourselves a lot. So yeah. for you to be like so angry about a spill to throw was, out the
1: shirt. Yeah, it was a good little wave. It was like, a yeah. fair amount of chicken noodle soup on my body. <laughs> <laughs> um so my fail actually
2: occurs at work too. Mm-hmm. But it's not because I'm sick. It's um I'm one of those people that like where anything involving blood just makes me get like lightheaded and sick mm. and I pass out. Um, so like talking about it, even just talking about like medical procedures make me really sick. Oh yeah. I feel that I, for sure. Yeah. Like as soon as you start going into detail, I'm sick. And um, it's not such a great thing because my boss who works three feet from me has uh, gestational diabetes oh. and now has to prick her finger four times a day.
1: Four times. Yep. Mm-hmm. And
2: um, it's, just got me like really lightheaded and sick so I keep I look like I must have a kidney infection or something because I go to the bathroom like 20 times a day because she starts <laughs> talking about it because every coworker keeps uh, asking her about it but also like she's really really discreet she's really respectful and stuff but I know she's doing it mm-hmm. and I can hear the little click of the needle coming out uh, and, oh my god I keep getting so sick I'm gonna pass out on my desk guys man, oh my god that's a
1: tits. even just like a little finger prick will that's do it wild. to you oh I'm so bad man. I am
2: miserable like ho- if it's myself I don't freak out too much like i yeah. I'll cut myself up and it's fine. But if I see another person... Yeah, that sounded bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll like skin my knees or whatever because I'm a child and I'll be fine. But if Mm. it like happens to another person, I'm lightheaded instantly. Mm. Wow.
0: Well, since I work for a medical office, that's not how I feel. But... I failed at home this week guys um, because actually Cassie's mom stayed with us recently
1: Yay. and
0: it actually was pretty awesome. We even had like a day where uh, she she gave me a box and I tried to learn how to break dance. So it was, was great. It was yeah. a lot of fun and you yeah. think that would be a success but it's not. Want to know why? Because I regretted it immediately afterwards <laughs> because my body hurt so bad and I forgot how I am an adult and not well, a child anymore. some
2: somersaulted through My legs. Yeah, that was a
0: success. (laughs) Yeah, that was for sure. I made it. Uh, We had McKenna do a headstand, and I jumped through her legs and dive rolled through and hit the wall. Beautiful. But I, I claim that as a success. Huge success. But also contributed to the fail of dying the next <laughs> couple
2: of days because everything hurt. I think that was trying to jump back up on your feet from your back. That contributed the
1: most. There was a lot because you just committed so hard. We yeah. would just throw a move out there and you'd be like, quick I video of like, this is what it looks like. And then you would just fucking throw your body into like, I <laughs> think this is how it's done. So it was really entertaining the to watch. That dedication is just yeah.
2: exactly what we need in this world. That's right. You know... It was a lot of fun, but it did. It definitely hurt. Yeah. It hurt a lot. It
1: looks mm-hmm. like it should have. It
2: yeah. did. There's a reason none of us joined you. Yeah,
1: we just sat there. Yeah, threw
2: out suggestions. I mean, I'll probably do it again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't doubt it, <laughs> <laughs> guys. So I'm gonna draw
0: a card real quick right here. Okay. Oh, guys, look at that! I drew a land card. Do you know what that means? You get mana. Mana. No, I don't know what it means. <laughs> So let's, why don't we just like roll. I think it has something to do with beta. It is actually. But why don't we roll into, right into our adventure? Hell yeah. All right. So we rolled a 17, which is change the ending. So what do you guys got?
2: All right. So I already know you two disagree with me on this one.
0: Oh, I, oh, are you? Okay. Well, then we're going to go back and forth then. I think I know what you're going to do.
2: Mine goes back to Umbrella Academy. Never mind, then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it's so, yours, McKenna. <laughs> Why don't we start?
2: I was like, uh, um, and this is, if you've watched Umbrella Academy, you know that it's about like a bunch of siblings with superpowers who grow up together by this crazy guy who adopted them and is like a billionaire. My thing is that two of the siblings, not blood related, get together. And my changey ending is that's gross. It's, it says it's nasty and it needs to not they're not been. They're not like related They're not though. related. But listen. They have different, like their parents my, are completely My boyfriend different. is adopted he yeah. should not get with his sister. It's gross.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they're not really a family, though. No, I think they, they have a really are, different though, dynamic. They
2: like grew up believing like their robot mom was still their mom, mm-hmm. and their dad was distant. They have the same like father issues and like mom dependency. Mm-hmm. They grew up in the same exact environment with the same childhood traumas from birth. But you, but could, they're like, they're a super team. They're like they're a yeah. Unit. But they didn't really become a super team until they were like eleven, twelve. Look, it, if the Fantastic we're Four were children, <laughs> still,
0: that's true. Though it's just like the Fantastic Four, yeah, and that's fine. I don't see you. Complaining that's why about like, them. i like, they're not it.
2: siblings. They became they. They're not. Neither are these people. They, they were, were putting a house together siblings from birth. Well, I don't know.
0: Whenever he was able to get his grubby hands on them, but
2: literally, they showed him <laughs> getting them as babies. Yeah, little babies. Yeah, no, they but, were infants. But still, there's they're like siblings. There's like a lot of them.
0: And they're not really siblings. They're all they the same age. Are Listen, where
1: can the line be drawn? to incest, it's 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 a gray line for sure. <laughs> it's real gross. <laughs> incest is if you're related. That is grody. If any have, blood, it's fine. This yeah. Oh,
2: no, <laughs> because that's like saying like technically, like biologically, they've come out and said like you're fine to like do your cousin. It's still gross. gross. Well, that's there's that's, that's still blood related. Yeah, they're not cousins. Okay, there's so no like blood an relations. adopted cousin. Fine, be fine. Yeah, no.
0: yeah. Okay, adopted. if fine. you were
2: adopted, would you be fine doing your brother? No, uh, disgusting. Because no,
1: no, no. that, thats her brother, though. They are blood related. I, but I like have you... a beautiful family. That's very—I <laughs> have no family issues, McKenna. Thank you very much. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Adoption still means your sibling does not negate the fact that your siblings, it's incest. It's you incest. are completely wrong compared to me and Cassie. And that means you're
0: not going to... I gonna feel get, like
2: I have a good perspective, though, because my boyfriend
1: you have, is you have a perspective. You
2: have a
0: perspective. You have a perspective. And actually, I'm going to move on. And we're going to talk about <laughs> your favorite movie. The favorite, I love it, and I'm so gonna change. Good. I'm gonna change the ending. So for the favorite, what I would do is I would completely change the ending by deleting the whole thing because you're wrong. Deleting <laughs> again, you can have a wrong opinion; it's okay. But again, you're wrong. So you delete the ending of the film because it absolutely made no sense. The beginning of the movie was actually funny and it seemed like a fun like period time movie that kind of made fun of the period time. Is I what don't it think set, it seems like, like a fun period time.
2: Hilarious, yes.
0: Hilarious is fun. what I mean. Okay. That's, that's what I mean. So the second part of the film tries to get edgy is what it feels like and tries to make it like a film, capital F film, film. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, nothing is settled. Nothing happens. And instead of like... Well, it's following history. They can't just change it. And be like, never mind. She becomes friends again. I'm with sure her again. They didn't crack jokes like that in the in the no, real no, history. No, 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 but anyways. So instead of that, I would like the ending to be a cheesy rom com and the queen. Uh, would have both the girls stay with her and
1: they'd have a fun orgy in the end.
0: But that's not what happened. <laughs> but this has changed the ending,
1: McKenna. Listen, as the fate shifter, I can make this happen right now. So in history, McKenna, yes. McKenna, no, just, I don't
2: want a happy ending that ruins
1: the whole point of the movie. McKenna,
0: this has changed the ending and because you're not changing the ending, I'm going to jail damage okay you just got five points of damage <laughs> sounds oh, good
1: oh dang. i will
2: defend the favorite and it's perfectness it is not not at all perfect. Oh man cassie yeah. do you
1: agree or no i mean it was like i get why people were into it but i also get that like this it movie is one of the main issues i'm gonna not because of my past like this movie is why i have fucking tr- trust issues because i thought it was gonna be like a funny good movie and then yeah. i realized like The director was playing me the whole time, and he was just giving me little snippets throughout of like, "This is a fucked up movie." But then he would throw in a joke. Yeah, but then there was some laughs, and I was like, "No, I trust him." And then uh, by the end, I just felt like complete trash for watching it. I didn't know it
0: was like about history.
1: Mm. Yeah, I've known some people who didn't know Queen
2: Anne was actually a queen. Well, it's not that
0: I thought he used like real like names of people and stuff like that. Well, I. I'm saying I oh. thought he did that and then made his own
2: sort of like story, story with gotcha.
0: them. And I thought that's what it was and kind of like making fun of that time period and all like how ridiculous everything kind of not was. Not that she
2: actually exiled her best friend because she thought she like betrayed her trust. And well,
0: everything. even that, the way that they did that was not interesting. Like I was completely bored at the end of the movie the way that they did that. And I was sad by it because the beginning was really great.
1: And the way to Caitlin's heart is a cheesy rom-com. That's so, right. With an orgy at the end. That's <laughs> <laughs> what always. That's a good movie for Caitlin. Um, for my change to the ending, I'm actually going to go back to Umbrella Academy real quick because at the end of the season, if you haven't watched it, I'm so sorry. It's going to be literally the it's end been of out for a while. Yeah, but this is just what I do now, apparently. So at the end of it, they have like uh, Vanya, Goes full superpower, yeah. White violin, just yeah, just shoots like a giant beam out and like hits the moon. Mm-hmm. She's so like a unicorn. <laughs> she is like a unicorn. The way that
0: beam comes out, me
1: it was just so precious. But then Not it really, really fucks some shit up. Yeah, because yeah. the moon like explodes and yeah. just decides to decimate people. So if there's one thing that I've learned from movies, it's that when there's an asteroid the size of Texas threatening to collide with Earth and the cause of extinction of mankind, the only thing to do is to send your best deep sea diver driller to go up there and drill a hole through it. (laughs) Naturally. uh, Naturally. And I'm going to combine our two worlds. I know this umbrella Academy doesn't really exist, but in our world, The movie Armageddon with Bruce Willis exists. Good. It's so good. (laughs) I just like to imagine that Bruce Willis is just waiting around always for a meteor to be heading towards Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Because he did a lot of training for this and he's ready at any moment to go up into space and Mm -hmm. deep drill through a meteor. So I just imagine like they had a button, like, because the ending wasn't satisfying to me where they just go back in time because they could have fucking done that at any time. Mm -hmm. It didn't need to be right fucking then. And I was like, okay, well, that seemed weak. But now they could just call Bruce Willis and be like, It's your time. He goes, drills a hole through that meteor and saves the whole, all of mankind. And that could be a whole nother series. Armageddon 2. You could, the (laughs) only plus with them going back in time is like,
2: maybe Ben won't die this time.
1: Oh, that would be so nice. Right? Because I want to know more about Ben. I do want to know more
2: about Ben. So,
0: well, with your Armageddon, uh, umbrella academy i'll give you 500 points thanks and mckenna with your very wrong very very <laughs> wrong thing i'll give you one point thanks and you already got damaged so i think that's enough
1: but we will uh roll so a- loved <laughs> like, this is a bold podcast where we give one point for being against incest Right. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: take some strange stances
1: here <laughs> all right and we rolled a three which is nerd out update so i can actually dig into mine real quick I've been nerding out on, Caitlin, actually a podcast. Oh. And it's one that we kind of, I started listening to it prior to PodCon because I saw they were going to be there. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this podcast is Punch Up the Jam.
2: Yes. Ooh, I like it already just by the name. Oh, you got to listen to it.
1: It's so good. So it's these two people, um, Demi and Miel. And they're kind of both like popular viners. And, and that's how what I could tell is how they met. But they're both incredibly talented and just really into music. And what they do on there is they, what they call punch up songs, but they kind mm-hmm. of just turn them into either parodies or jokes <laughs> and stuff. So they like, they bring people on and they like just break down a song bit by bit. And they're like, this part doesn't make any fucking sense. And they like just break down each song. Mm-hmm. And it could be like how weird it is musically. Like if there's a weird like post like drum effect or whatever, they'll like focus in on that. And they're both, like, incredibly funny. Like, Demi used to write for SNL and stuff, so they make some good parody ones. And I've just, like, I really enjoyed it because it's really fun to, like, it helps you learn more about music, and I've been paying more attention to, like, once you break up songs, you can't tell, like, what all goes into it. Mm-hmm. But then it's still just really funny because they're just, like, roasting these songs. And then by the end, they can make a completely different song. So, like, there's one for, like, a thousand miles by vanessa carlton yeah where like that's probably one of my favorite episodes because it's just him like just repeating like that she's walking the whole time because throughout (laughs) the song they pointed out like she never has a destination so he just turns it into like it's just her saying like and i'm walking and it's just like that's the whole song for like (laughs) three minutes (laughs) love it also the intro song to this podcast just lets you know right off the bat what you're getting into mm-hmm. because it's like kind of a like what they would do with a punch up to uh, punch up the jam by like whoever you see mm-hmm. that one. But then they throw in like Fast and Furious yeah. when like uh, mm-hmm. Toretto says punch it. Yeah. And they like throw that in there and random stuff like that. So it's a really fun podcast.
0: It's really very good. good. So we, yeah, we got to see them live at PodCon and gosh, they're hilarious. Like they, they also have so much energy. They were running around the stage and everything. And That's, like, yeah. so seeing them in person and then listening to it again, it's like, you could just it's feel like all the energy that they have and that they're putting into each episode. So it's a really good one. Yeah.
2: You check out, I really want to check that out. You really on should. Second. I'm going to nerd out, nerd out on that next. Um, <laughs> but my, that was a real struggle. My nerd out update is also a podcast. Oh yeah. So, oh. um, Very different, though. And I'm actually like, it's hard to dig into, but the concept is really, really cool. And it's called Imagined Life. And it basically, the hard to get into part is it's kind of like a meditative voice and it's told in the second person. So it makes you feel like you are part of this story and so it begins with like you know you're in this place doing this thing or whatever and it takes you through the life of a famous person or an oh. influential person so like Carrie Fisher or you oh, know whoa. John, yeah it takes you through but you don't know who you're gonna be mm. so you start this episode and you just start getting little details throughout and by the end it finally reveals but you'll learn so much about these influential people's lives that's As really call, cool yeah it's it's pretty cool so it's called Imagine
1: Life that's a really it's cool it's just idea. a little hard to like yeah, you gotta. I gotta be in a certain setting for that. You can't one for drive sure. and listen to it. It's yeah.
0: definitely no, I, I like not. You can, you can fall asleep like super easily. Is what it sounds
2: like to it. It's because not it's like, like sleepy, not it's boring, but because it's like it. It is like a smooth kind of yeah. because in order to like get sucked in, you have to like have a steady voice. But it's the the details are all really thorough and interesting. So cool. Yeah.
0: Well, I am not nerding out about a podcast, guys. Well, wow. Damn it. Yeah. So I'm actually nerding about about. Uh, I am nerding out about uh, UCLA gymnastics. So, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Worth it. Yes. Yeah. So Cassie and I recently went to a gymnastics meet, the last home game, um, regular season game for the team. And the t- the coach was retiring as well. So it was it was wild. We talked about that, I think, like last week or two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. how it was like being in like a movie, that whole thing. But anyways, so um, the regular season just ended. And quite a few of the Olympic gymnasts, like so if you're watching the Olympics gymnastics, are on the UCLA gymnastics team.
1: Yeah, it's so well, which is crazy
0: because UCLA is not too far from us, so we get to go down there and see all these Olympic gymnasts like mm-hmm. fighting it out and getting tens on the floor routine. Like it's wild. So number one, it's gonna be Kyla Ross. So you may recognize the name again, Olympic gymnast. Uh, so she's a junior and she's gotten ten or she's gotten a ten on all events in one season. That's so insane. that's so impressive. So on beam bars. Floor and then vault, all go- tens. I, which is crazy. It's she's uh, just like, just a perfect
2: like perfect that score. That kind of consistency yeah. is nearly impossible and for any, any athlete in four consecutive meets. Yeah, that's so crazy. So they call her the
0: robot because she's just so precise with everything she mm-hmm. does, and it was wild being able to see her. Then Madal- Madison Coachlin, who is a bar specialist from the Olympics. Um, She was great to watch. Also, they have Jordan Weber as their assistant coach. She cannot play because if you take any sponsorships from the Olympics, you can't be on an NCAA team, which sucks. But you also get to see her on the floor. She's just out there having a blast. And it gives me Weber fever every time (laughs) I see her. Because I do love my Jordan Weber. And then, of course, you probably have heard of Caitlin Ohashi. Yeah, She's the one who's known for her floor routine. Like, it's gone viral.
2: Yeah. So all of them are amazing. But hers, like... Yeah. She has such, a, like, a personality when she's on the floor. Like, you see so much passion Oh yeah, performing. All
0: of them are great. But, yeah, so she's, like, she's amazing. She has a crazy story. They have like, a whole, they did, like, a whole, like, bio thing on her after she got, um, like, her viral video. So you can watch that and learn more about her. But she had, like, a crazy back injury. And, like, she was told she was never going to compete like again, oh damn! And then she just came onto UCLA gymnastics, and through the coaching and everything, she's able to come back. And now this is her senior year, and she's getting tens on her floor routine. She's gone viral. It's wild. So, uh, and then also their coach revolutionized like college gymnastics. So that was super cool as well. But yeah, That's I'm just super actually nerding out about something, guys. I know, looking so at you, and I know more too. But I, I'll stop now. <laughs> I'll stop now.
2: I'm proud
1: of you. That was a fitting one. Yeah, I love
2: gymnastics too.
1: So it's oh, like, God. it's so exciting that's what in watching them you could tell the difference between like the olympians and just ucla in general like yeah. they have a more of a presence when they were on like mm-hmm. any any aspect like it was crazy to watch yeah
0: so caitlin ohashi was not in the olympics but she still has she's like she still kills it she has like a fun presence
2: yeah, yeah she's still really known in the gymnastics world as just being competitive she's, she's no. no she's on ucla yeah <laughs> <laughs> but for points wise
0: cassie for your punch up the jam I will give you 100 points. Thanks, Thanks McKenna, for your smooth podcast. <laughs> that sounds very interesting. 100 points. Thanks. All right, and we rolled a 18, which is what do we love? So I'll start us off. With boysenberry. Oh my god, yes. yes, absolutely. Yes, I feel like we can all agree on this one because the Boysenberry Festival is officially here, guys. Best time of the year. And if you don't know what a boysenberry is, it's okay. Because it was created at Knott's Berry Farm, which is located in Buena Park, California, Mm -hmm. which is close enough to us where we can drive there and we have a pass there. And every year they have a boysenberry festival where they just have awesome amazing amount of food that is just boysenberry flavored like they have boysenberry like sauce for ribs of course they have their boysenberry syrup yes you have your boysenberry jam obviously year round
2: their boysenberry ice
0: cream is amazing boysenberry ice cream they have pies they have everything boysenberry corn they have elotes like with the fucking like, boysenberry, like boysenberry on it
1: like mayo or something I don't know Some what they,
2: shit. they're getting wild with this berry they've done a lot of things with it from sweets to like savory foods oh all yeah boysenberry and I'm so excited to try it all. they even have alcoholic yep.
1: beverages they do have beer which Another like one. it's a very good berry i would have never thought you could get this wild with it but oh yeah it works
2: there's so many opportunities
1: yeah. berries are amazing
0: so if you've never had a boysenberry i highly recommend you go get a jar of knots jam boysenberry jam and splurge and get that good good shit and spread it all over some bread and eat the eat it
1: or just eat it raw it's good <laughs> Just like a spoonful of <laughs> jelly. Yes. You've I never done that?
0: It's not fucking jelly. It's jam, bro. I'm going to come oh, home wow. one
2: day. She's just going to be sitting at the table. Just, just spoon deep
1: in a... Yeah.
0: <laughs> you've really never done that?
2: No.
1: Just no. I
0: put it on toast. It's probably because you never like nerd, like nerd out about yeah, it. I've never, never had such jam.
1: an intense passion about yeah, jam before. That's probably why yeah. not. Where I just didn't want to pop open a jar and munch on that. <laughs> nom, nom. <laughs> 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 All right. So I love
2: Butterflies butterflies Um, which is weird but i have this like really strong superstition that i think seeing a butterfly is good luck like that is just my thing ever since i was little i've thought that like if i see a butterfly it Something good's going to happen that day. Oh. But um, we've recently had a huge butterfly migration. They're coming mm-hmm. from Mexico. I think it's like the largest butterfly migration that California's like ever seen. I or thought has seen. they all just <laughs> hatched. I didn't know. I, th- I thought they just hatched here. No, no, no. no. They're, they they're coming from Mexico. Oh, wow. And it's been wild. Like I've never seen it like this here before where they're just floods of butterflies flying through i don't know if you guys have witnessed i haven't like, seen a single butterfly my and God, i don't this past weekend really? it was like you, so. there were like 60 just flying by in a huge path
1: i'm like have incredibly riding? bad luck coming up
2: <laughs> dude okay I th- really th- it's been a lot right <laughs>
0: There's been a know. shit
1: ton.
2: It's I've been scared driving because I'm killing them well, every time I that's drive. my problem is it, this is a love but it's also turning into a panic because butterflies are good luck for me but I have murdered so <laughs> many on my drive that I think I'm just gonna Man. karma's coming to get me. I, I was outside like weeding the other day and they
0: were just like fluttering everywhere. They are and,
2: seriously everywhere. And it was just like I'm okay.
0: I feel like a fairy princess right now mm-hmm. weeding the garden because there's just butterflies I love everywhere. butterflies
2: because I'm not a big bug person like I don't really love them around and stuff but butterflies feel different because they don't, they
0: don't buzz. They usually don't land on you either. Yeah
2: they don't land on you the little buzz they don't like creep and if they do land on you they're not like gross feeling or oh, anything. Oh I've never had one do that. Oh I've been in one of those butterfly garden things where Ooh. like the little like er- and they'll just land on you everywhere they're so yeah. cool they're so
1: pretty. I have to admit this I'm kind of scared of butterflies <laughs> yeah, I've never even <laughs> a
2: story about it Yeah it's
1: like real like ever since like I was kind of afraid of them and then they did that Spongebob episode where it's like a close up on the fucking yeah. butterfly yeah. and everything i've hate oh i can't i don't, I I love I don't them. like them oh. they're so cute they're my favorite insect it oh. seems so weak because they are like just pretty and like mm-hmm. peaceful little things. But if one flutters near me, like it's a panic attack going on inside. Like just trying to be like, don't flip Listen, out. Listen, I had dog books like you too, but I also had butterfly books as a
2: kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: wild. That is wild. Man. actually. Well, I'm glad you get to experience this migration then. I'm glad to- you missed it just for your own. I think I blocked know? it. I think it's yeah. too traumatic for me. I'm like, there's no butterflies. <laughs> I so think you they definitely- don't
2: exist because it's impossible to have not seen them.
0: Yeah, I'm blocking them from my mind then. <laughs> You 100% blocked it because we were driving together and I pointed them out. Really? I 100% <laughs> did. When we Either that or this cold is getting real extreme. Because we were Listen. driving to UCLA tying it all together. And Really? Yes. Yep. Listen. That was
1: the weekend. Wow. We're in a simulation. <laughs> Nothing's real, everything's pointless. <laughs> Um taking a weird turn. Well, just a hard turn from all this. I'm in a weird space from butterflies now. <laughs> but my love is just going to be meetups. Yeah. And I know I've done like similar, like it kind of goes along with like our Comic-Con uh-huh. and, and stuff. But I just love like certain when people like in a fandom will schedule or like coordinate a meetup for this one specific interest. Mm-hmm. And I love it because it's just all these people getting together with this one like interest very
0: niche usually very
1: niche but then you end up like talking to those people and you have so many similar interests that you end up getting like a lot of cool like like recommendations for TV shows just like events to do and mm-hmm. stuff so it's just like a really cool way to meet people and they're normally like just nice chill experiences I really love meetups I really love them too
0: That was a very good one Casty for bringing meetups I'm going to give you 150 points Thanks All right McKenna so I'm going to give you 100 points for your butterflies
1: What's the butterfly effect that you like just don't remember butterflies? I don't remember. I feel like that's my own personal one. <laughs> I know it's like when one. Your
2: butterfly thing, effect is that you just don't I remember just ever them we'll call, seeing a butterfly. We'll yes. call
0: Ashton and find out. Let's see what that is. <laughs> All right. So let's roll again. All right. We rolled an 11, which is a knowledge nugget. Do you like that one, guys? I do. Oh, I really, goodness. it really set the mood a for it. A knowledge nugget.
2: It's really exciting. It's bringing me back to that poem you read about going shopping. Oh, that was, yeah. oh wow. that, that was a long time ago. Oh wow, that
0: voice—that was a long time ago.
1: Just triggered it. That was more like her YouTuber voice. Is how I took that one. Uh, that's no. what I was going
0: for. Yes. I wasn't going for like shoving. I was like, going for- and
1: "Subscribe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge nugget." <laughs> well, Caitlin, are you, you ready? doing so well? Are you ready to subscribe to this knowledge nugget that I'm about to drop right now? <laughs> who, who you? Because um, mine are going to be some fun facts about corn dogs. I love corn oh, dogs. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, that's right. I still kiss up. What's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, so. This is why I don't get points. <laughs> I just say I'm truthful. Listen, these are all very truthful. These are knowledge nuggets. But you don't give a these shit are about them. Knowledge these are corn nuggets. I have a lot of passion for corn dogs all of a sudden. my knowledge
2: nugget is actually, like, I love it, so. Well,
1: I can't wait to hear about that. But right now, we're on corn dogs. I love corn dogs. <laughs> so, Caitlin, did you know the State Fair in Texas sells the more, most corn dogs, which on average is 630,000 dogs per oh, season. Oh, my God. Season? per season? Season, so and that's about six hundred thousand pounds of wieners, twenty five <laughs> tons of cornmeal mix, and a uh, twenty one thousand pounds of oil. That's so
0: many wieners.
1: That's a lot of wieners. And shout out to Texas for that. Also Texas got a lot of wieners. Did you know National Corn Dog Day has been celebrated since nineteen ninety two? Really? Well, that's when I was born. I know. And you want to know how it came about? <laughs> how there I was, was born? <laughs> you were born, and they knew this little yep. enthusiast just needed, needed oh, corn dogs. were like corn dogs. No, but there was two homies, Brady Shannon and henry Otley, their dad decided to make a created the corn dog for interruption free maximum interruption free snacking during the ncaa basketball tournament okay so that is why national corn dog day always falls at the beginning of march madness so it's never like a set day yeah so national corn dog day should have just passed but oh my god and also, do you want to know what Australians refer to as corn dog? Refer to corn dogs nib-nogs? as
0: nibnogs. I don't know why I thought that, but what was yours? Nibnogs It sounds like an Australian thing. I know thing it's called, right? like,
1: They call them Pluto pups. Oh, I love oh that. okay. I would so be down to eat more corn dogs if they were called Pluto pups. Also, they just make them like fatter over there. They're more like fried. They're like little fat boys down oh, there. Oh
2: my god! Oh, now Pluto pups. Yeah. I need
0: to go to Australia just so I can get some Pluto pups. I
2: know pups.
1: What is it? Pups. pups oh <laughs> so i got the stuffy nose <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay pluto plobs. <laughs> pluto plobs. <laughs> but yeah that's all about corn dogs what interest do you have folks we can dig into yours all now. right so You're my truthful. knowledge
2: nugget yeah. is um it's pretty simple but you know every animal has a scientific name and it translates in latin to yeah. like something mm-hmm. so do you guys know what the walrus's scientific name oh man is walrus no it's odo venus rosmaris which what? is just weird But do you know what it translates to? Because this is my favorite thing.
1: It sounds something like round. Like I feel like it's... It's Latin for tooth-walking seahorse. Oh my God. (laughs) Which I really like. That's very good.
2: Tooth-walking
0: seahorse. (laughs) Seahorse.
1: I mean, you know, technically. Is it a. I guess so. It's it's kind of like this horse like creature in the ocean. In the ocean. But
2: teeth come first. What if it was like.
0: It was like circle teeth.
2: Like if that was just its
0: name. Circle teeth? I don't know why.
1: But what if? No, let's, yeah, let's, let's think let's about it for it. a second. What I would expect what a it? creature with circle teeth? To be I honest. was
0: thinking like a circle, like the a ground, ball, like yeah. round, yeah, not yeah. like the teeth themselves no, were circles. Teeth. <laughs> Rotund teeth. Rotund with teeth. <laughs> Long teeth. Toothed rotundness creature. That is a better name. I like that one. <laughs> that is a walrus. Well, guys, I'm going to dig into my knowledge nugget, which is about uh, Magic the
2: Gathering. Oh, hell yeah. Which
0: was created by Richard Garfield and
2: 1993. That's when I was born. Baby. Oh, baby. Okay. That's <laughs> okay. Sorry, you got excited about National Corn Dog Day. I have to get excited about this. I was going <laughs> to say it was
0: one year after the corn dog. Um, uh, Magic the Gathering got wildly popular um, and actually o- over two, oh, 200... 20 billion cards were printed between 2008 and 2016 alone. That's
1: a lot of cards. 20 maybe. billion cards. So wow. there's a
0: shit ton out there. And corporate only gave us three.
1: Wow, corporate wow. Card. Come
0: on.
2: Yep, I know. Um, and that is my knowledge nugget on Magic the Gathering. I have a question. Because Magic the Gathering came out as we've learned a year after National Corn Dog Day. Yes. do you think it's just riding on the coattails of success of corn dogs? I believe that... whole <laughs> long. That We're on to
0: you, Garfield. Richard Garfield created Magic the Gathering when he was eating a corn dog for the first time. He was. He was like, "This is magical. I should make a magical game and call it Magic the Gathering of corn dogs." <laughs> but then he cut <laughs> the corn, corn dog part. Right, yeah. yeah,
2: it was probably hard to theme. A game all around corn. Dog- he just wasn't creative enough. To yeah, the I, think think yeah, the game around corn dogs. The creativity
0: hard. was really his downfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when they first came out with the cards, there was only sixty cards. So mm-hmm. like Whoa. he could have done sixty corn dogs, but you know his uh, his like imagination was he didn't definitely have limited. Your face so, ideas
2: for corn dogs.
0: He needed right, you.
1: So? You but you were you were just a year old and weren't ready. Yeah. I,
0: I wasn't ready. You know, I was just like. Really well. loving corn dogs. That's about it. Do you think
1: like could corn dogs be the staple food? You know how D D has like staple food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like corn dogs should be now. I declare it. Corn dogs are the staple food for magic. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so, um, uh, we can make corn dogs whenever. Good the whenever we have. Have the homies come over, we just like have them ready. Yes, I'm
0: going to go to to card shops and bring corn dogs so people just get used to having corn dogs around
1: <laughs> and just spread <laughs> and this and around. It yeah. becomes a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the creator's favorite food, and this is what was inspired. Magic, uh, enjoy. Now you will properly play these are the most magical
2: cylindrical
0: forget foods. mana
1: you've got corn
2: dogs <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but i need
2: more mana no corn dogs <laughs>
0: all right well i um,
2: the game over here <laughs> yeah we know what magic is i'm gonna roll again hey do you want to give some points
0: um not to you
2: no just kidding. <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised that's
0: okay just kidding so what, what'd you get what'd you bring
2: Oh, walrus. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay.
0: Round teeth. Round, round teeth. teeth. Okay, so Cassie, for your corn dogs, I will give you 300 points for corn doggies. Oh yeah. McKenna for walruses. You did come out kind of like, you know, negative towards Cassie and her corn dog love. <laughs> and you know how much I love <laughs> corn dogs. But I did dogs. round
2: it through by with a round realizing boy. that magic was
0: inspired by corn dogs. You did. You did add that. So I'll give you some points. So I'll give you 50 points for that. <laughs>
2: Jesus, this is an all-time low. No, it's not. <laughs> so I like how this but, is but, like, out. But for like some actual effort put it in, for, Like just because they're not geared towards you. It's animals. I felt like that should have counted for something. It's animals.
0: Do you want to continue complaining?
2: Sure, I'm going to get damaged <laughs> at some point today. So, And we rolled a
0: one, which is DM rule. So guys, I have some questions for you, and they are all going to be based upon magic. Oh, hell yeah, bring it.
2: So So knowledgeable. Yes. So
0: uh, I searched the interweb for the best magic facts. Mm -hmm. And I come to you with some great questions. Number one, how many languages is Magic the Gathering printed in?
2: Oh, damn. Seven. I'm going to go with 26.
0: Well, you're both wrong. Mm. It's 11. Damn it. All right. So I was hoping
2: the international world was just real big
0: on this (laughs) game. (laughs) No, I was surprised by that as well. But dungeons and dragons and magic the gathering are both made by wizards of the coast name one more game that was created by wizards of the coast anything uh like rate and subscribe uh
1: monopoly no damn it kingdom hearts (laughs) <laughs> no, but Transformers TCG,
0: the trading card game, is oh, under damn, wow. of the codes. Why
1: didn't I know that
0: one? Or Duel Masters, I would have taken that as well. Um, Avalon Hill, never heard of that one. Yeah, definitely don't know what that is. Mm-mm. Yeah, but those are some to do that do with I would King th- Arthur, I'm assuming, but I don't think so. I have no idea. It doesn't look like it from the picture, <laughs> but I don't know because I've never played it. But we will roll again.
1: Do we get any points for how well we did at that? You actually do not, because right, you got nothing right. Well, mm-hmm. fair enough.
2: But it's okay. We tried. It's okay. It's okay. And for effort?
1: No.
0: Um, it, but we were just rolled again, and we got a two, which is my number. <laughs> <laughs> Such confidence. Yes, it is my number, and I'm going to do something. Why yes, no, so why for no,
1: Kate, let's <laughs> Caitlin's number when she does something odd. I normally give her an animal, and she gives us all the very good facts on this animal and the noise.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yes, that's
1: what I do. Okay, so Caitlin, your animal this week is going to be the dugong. Oh,
0: I know what these are. Do you? I do. They're little. They're awesome brown little uh, dugongs. Damn it. They're in the water and they're brown and they have awesome flippers. I can't think of it right now, but I think that's what it is. And they have uh, big the black eyes and they're speckled. They're almost like seals, but they're bigger and they're found in like Arctic areas and they're actually my best friends so they come up and visit me every once in a while so they do migrate towards me. Oh lit. Yes. And then they stay over on Cassie's Trundle bed every once in a while. But she doesn't like it because since they are from the sea they're a little bit salty and they make it smell in our house. So they can only stay like a weekend and then they go back up Mm. to Mm -hmm. the coldness.
1: Yeah. That's a little bit about the Dugon and the noise they make is Oh, that's a very yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's also another reason why I don't like them sleeping on the trundle bed <laughs> yeah. is because like that's it's just, just they, constantly. Yeah, they yeah. kind of just wake up with that noise and like that's not a very good noise to wake up no. to.
0: Yeah, you know it happens.
1: It happens, and they do belong in the water. You were right; they are. They're related to the manatees. Yes. So and they kind of look like them. So they're like little round boys that mm-hmm. just chill in the ocean. But like, what sets them apart from the manatee is that they have a flunked tail like a whale. And every time I tried to look up flunk tail, I couldn't really get an explanation, but I think it means it like does little swoopy things. It's got the little indent It and sounds swoops. like a tail that failed to pass a yeah. tail class or something. <laughs> yeah, or something. But like their major thing that sets them apart is they have like a, their face is kind of elongated and it's kind of like a big like shovel almost is what it is. It looks like it'd be good at like scooping stuff up on the bottom of the ocean floor. Which is what it does. Oh, good. Yeah, they're little herbivores and they just like skim the ocean floor and eat like seaweed and stuff. So they look like a manatee, but then also like a, like a hound dog Mm because they just got a little droopy, droopy. (laughs) a little droopy face. So Uh, they're just cute little round manatees with a droopy face.
0: I just looked up a picture of and I know why I know this name Mm because I just love them. They're very good. They They
1: are. They are cute. They look like a cuddly ocean creature they do they're and just, they're like
0: herbivores too so you know they defo are
1: yeah and they're just they gotta be little friendly boys mm-hmm. you know
2: yeah, but they come and eat out of your hand real good and oh like, my gosh
1: I would love with a little the old
2: feeling probably feels so like, like a horse <laughs> yeah it yes. would be like a little horse like a horse how like lips the teeth. your hand yeah well
0: just like lips like the
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just want to make sure our listeners at home would like know it. it's like gotta get the extra
1: like, noises for them so Wait. thoughtful do you want it again
2: in case you're wondering Great. what that sound in is are Caitlin <laughs> Brushing her lips up against her bike, literally munching on that bike, <laughs> just like a dugong
0: <laughs> What a gift! You're welcome, listeners. This one's for you. This is our <laughs> Patreon special episode. So, all right. So, since I am the the plain guide, Master? planer guide? guide, I'm the planer guide today. Mm, yes, you are. <laughs> since I'm your planer guide, I will not be getting any points. So we will move on and go to another roll right now. All right, we rolled a six, which is McKenna's roll. It is. Oh, back to back. So with McKenna's role, this will be a true false question. McKenna, do not look at me, but Betty White is the coolest thing since white bread. True or false? True. It is false. White bread is the coolest thing since white bread. And Betty White is older than sliced bread.
2: I did know she's older than sliced bread, but what does that have to do with white bread? I don't know. I think I meant sliced <laughs> <laughs> sure, she's real cool. I, I yeah, think I wrote it wrong, but it's definitely
0: uh Betty White is the coolest thing since sliced bread like, is pre-sliced. The sliced bread, yeah,
2: I definitely won't white bread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just that makes
2: more sense because I do remember reading somewhere that yeah. said like Betty White's older than sliced bread. And yeah. I was like, how cool. Yeah,
0: so uh Betty White is not the coolest thing since sliced bread because sliced bread is after, after. Betty White. The white Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> She is also like. I gave myself a tongue twister and I screwed it up even writing it out. Isn't that beautiful? All right, let's roll again. All right, we rolled a seven, which is throwback. So for this throwback, I chose COD games, but in particular, Pokemon. Yes. (laughs) See, I didn't know that's the card games we were going for. This is the card game. The only card game. Well, I mean, card games like my brothers did play Magic the Gathering, but. Yeah. I played Pokemon.
1: So, Cassie, tell me about your times with Pokemon. Pokemon? (laughs) I will, man. So that's like the only card game that I ever played really was Pokemon because like it was just fun, first of all, to collect all those cards, Mm -hmm. which was just a blast. And then like when we first got into them, I was young enough where like nobody really knew how to play it initially. Like I remember being at daycare with just a shit ton of cards Mm -hmm. and people be like, let's play Pokemon. But none of us really knew how to play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just threw down cards and was like, mine looks cooler than yours. So I think I win here. And then it wasn't until later, like we actually got more game mechanics, but I missed the beginning when it was just like, this one's like holographic. So fuck off, I win. Hey, do you want to know why I knew what a Dugon is? Why? Dugon is a
0: Pokemon card. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Dugon, and it's like a seal-like character. Wow. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I did the same thing at daycare, played Pokemon, and that's where... I didn't know what I was doing either. My brother just gave me his leftover cards, and I eventually figured it out. And he was on Magic, and I like took over all the Pokemon cards and then stole all of his. So like, I still have all of his Pokemon cards. Yeah, that's right. You maybe do.
2: Maybe this is why, because I never went to daycare. Ah, so it was that's why daycare I never, bonding. Daycare it, bonding. And I like neighbor out. bonding. So I never played Pokemon. But speaking of things you do throw down, I did play Pogs. No. It's not a card game. I, oh, I played Pogs too. <laughs> I had... Um, and th- my first reaction when he asked if we played card games, all I could think of was like a normal deck of cards and playing like war and poker. Mm. Oh my god, nerd because I played those things. Nerd. I did
0: too, but I enjoyed Pokemon. War, war is I fucking think.
2: awesome. So War is <laughs> like, easy,
0: but it's fun. Yeah. Um but pogs, yes. I had special Princess and the Frog ones, like a like a long time ago, Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm and they're super cool pogs. They were my favorite It's ones.
1: almost like a card game, right? I have no idea how was to play there those. Rules to there rules There apparently yeah. was a game with that one, too. Really? uh uh-huh. yeah. I thought that was another thing you just collect. I think I'm just a hoarder. <laughs> I just wanted to co- fucking collect things, <laughs> always. It's cool. I need it. <laughs> just, you, the shinier, the better. Give it to me. You were told, gotta catch them all, and you're like, I will, I of will. everything. Don't I doubt it. <laughs> I will get it all. I got a fucking fat-ass binder full of these <laughs> things ready to throw down. Don't even worry. Those circular objects. Oh, they're called pogs? All of them, I want them. I want them,
2: give them Eat to, them to me. Burger King's giving them out with their little Happy Meals, gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta <laughs>
0: get all of
2: them. Real talk, we
1: would. Yeah. yeah. We would like hunt out every time they gave us It was very stuff important.
2: Out. They gave out Backstreet Boys limited edition CDs and Pogs. That's <laughs> what I remember <laughs> about Burger King. Did you guys
0: go to, did your parents take you to different Burger Kings or something yeah. like that? Yeah, to get, to my collect them all? My did. Cool. My mom
2: had no patience for that, but I spent a lot of time with my aunt and she was very like, oh, you want this thing? We're gonna make it happen. That's my like mom. The
0: adventures. Sometimes got more into it than we did mm-hmm. on collecting wise, yeah, which was yeah. awesome. But also like it's okay, it's a little mom. Little intense because okay. you're like
2: okay, but like I really just kind of want to go home. It's been a long day at school, and be like, there's another Burger King in two cities over. It's fine, mom. Then, I don't want chicken nuggets for dinner tonight.
1: Would they? My mom every once in a while would do the thing like, oh, she already has this one. Can you show me which ones yeah. you have? And I would. That's I just wanted to die, die. in that moment. Yeah, you can oh. And then the like fast food worker would always just look
2: annoyed, like really this yeah. kid. Like I already got to
1: put up with this shit. I kind of
2: felt like you were that spoiled girl from
1: Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, which I was. Like, my mom was, like, driving me places and be like, let me see all the ones you have. Like, shout out to my mom. But in that moment, I was like, oh, Uh -oh, this is too much. Very
0: my mom would do that, and if they had ones that she knew would be far, she would pay extra to get the extra ones so we didn't have to go to other places or come back. Damn. Which was awesome. But it'd be like a dollar. Yeah. A dollar. But still, I was like, damn, mom. Thanks. These thanks. are pretty cool. Got all the Bionicles now.
1: <laughs>
0: we did it for that for sure.
2: Oh, I do remember getting Bionicles. Yeah. They're yeah. pretty awesome. Anyways, well,
0: we went really far away from card games. <laughs> card games are great. So, uh, love them. I guess for that good t- talks, uh, I'm going to give you both 10 points. Well, guys. I think it's time to end because I got my board wiped and my health is very low. Oh, no. Yep. That probably means um, it's time to come to a close because that's how they do it in magic, right? That's exactly how they do it. That's how How's they do it. How's that commander doing? It's, you know. Barely hanging on. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Without a doubt. Board swiped. <laughs> I'm out of mana.
2: Oh no. Uh, yeah.
0: Starving. Yeah, I well, you're s-
2: the wh- what was
0: your your name? I am Primal Hunger. Yeah, so, so when mm-hmm. Primal Hunger loses all mana, he's sad. Exactly. And cannot play. Um, but why don't, we, why don't we close this episode off with some successes rather than just having primal hunger? So why don't you guys tell me about your successes this week?
2: Uh, so my success was over this past weekend, I went up to the mountains with my family, which in general is just an amazing time because you're surrounded by like pine trees and yes. it's really nice up there. But we also um, went, the slopes still have a little bit of snow. So we went snowboarding. Well, my boyfriend and I went snowboarding. My parents went skiing. And we took my niece, who just turned four, skiing for the first time. And I was really scared for her because she's like very independent, but she gets scared easily. So I was like, oh, this is going to be... This Mm -hmm. is too soon. She's... Just gonna like freak fall out. once and never wanna do it again. No, this kid's a daredevil and was like crying only when she realized like we wouldn't take her on the highest lifts. Dang, and that's so wild. She was going over little jumps and stuff. But it, my success is just that like I went snowboarding, but one, I never fell getting off the lift.
1: Oh, that is success. Which is a
2: huge success. And I only fell twice when I was trying to do something new. Nice. Yeah. So I like did very good. Did very good. I only have one little bruise. I didn't kill myself. I went on a oh. lot of runs. And it was awesome. That's yeah.
1: awesome. No, because that lift experience is the one that always fucks me up. Oh, like, I eat shit so much. And often. I had my
2: boyfriend next to me. He's only been snowboarding. This is his second time, third mm. time going snowboarding. So I thought for sure he
1: was going to take me. It's out. always, yeah. He didn't.
2: Oh, he nice. didn't fall either on the lift. Well, so,
1: yeah. Cause that's normally me. I just like cross over onto people Take and someone just, out. With you. I've oh. been there. I've
2: taken out several. I've taken out people who are getting off the lift after me because I've taken yeah. out my whole row, and then they have nowhere to land but the little dog pile I've created.
1: That's what. And people will stop like in the middle, and you're like, yeah. I can't steer. I'm not that good. Uh-uh. So I like, do anything. I'll hit you, little child. Just so you know, <laughs> it's gonna happen. Uh, my success is actually going to be We went to so uh, We were, went to a meetup recently And while we were at this meetup We were actually like We actually socialized Like non-awkward It was very good beings. socializing
2: Yeah
0: Like I feel like we were It seemed like we were the most Like very very sociable
1: people Which is Like weird. you had your
2: lives together And you could approach these conversations We, we, we were we like
1: approachable We approached multiple people Like yeah. we started on the yep. outside And then we approached people And then it just blended so smoothly that never happens but at this meetup we were able to talk to people blend in with the conversations yep. and then we eventually had people coming up to like our little group because it just was like a chill little vibe mm-hmm. we had so it's like we
0: had like a small conversation with someone earlier they came back
1: and like we want to have more conversation because you guys like now the oh, fun people to hang out with oh we, we I were able to talk and i was it's a big change for us and i felt very proud really liked it yeah we're
0: growing so my success is that i had a crazy day which is actually the same day as that meetup because I had a work event that ended up with me touring the chargers football facilities somehow, which was crazy. And then all of a sudden Kobe Bryant was there and leaving for lunch, like a basketball player at a football thing, but I know they're different. Okay. (laughs) Um, and then I guess sports, Apparently Selena Gomez was just in the building too at the coffee
2: shop what and the, I just missed her. I was like, what the actual why is it fuck? just like a hangout spot? I know like, like we live in Southern California and there's yeah. always that like assumption you see celebrities everywhere. That's, you, yeah. don't. you don't. <laughs> no.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. Like I, everyone says that like, since you live in Southern California, you'll probably see like celebrities all the time. No, this Never. was not in like LA. This was like right down the street from my work. I was at work and all these things were happening. I was like, What the crap? And then uh we drove out to LA and had this awesome meetup and we met really nice people and yes, were very really cool. social. So it was a super great day. Yeah. So I call that a success. Um, and I'm happy for all of your successes. Thanks. And I'm sure our planeswalkers at home are listening. And they're also very excited about your successes as well. Thanks fellow plane <laughs> I feel so supported. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you guys have been working hard racking up those points. So why don't we go down the line and see where we are standing now? At the bottom of the leaderboard with 54,678 points is myself. And in the second place position with 57,350 points is books, aka McKenna. And I know we didn't even call you books this whole time. No, we it didn't. It's weird. We're dropping Ooh. those books. Um, And the first place position with 58,517 points is
2: Kassar. Yeah. Thanks, corn dogs. Yes. <laughs> Blessed the, are the corndogs. I gotta remember how to play this game better. Yeah, man.
0: I'm very easy. You just gotta talk you about it. You don't like me, though. So. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. <laughs> You just trigger me with, like, the things. <laughs> the incest. Walrises. The incest in the movie.
1: The incest. You, gotta, you gotta know we're down for incest next time. <laughs> come on. When, when it's, it's not with family members. Yeah, come on. When it's
0: not with family. But as you guys know... Uh, By now is that we actually have a Patreon. So if you go on Patreon.com and search Unnatural20s or Patreon.com slash Unnatural20s um, you will see our great tiers where you can get pins, stickers, bonus content and of course our sweet, sweet jean jacket. Mm -hmm. And not only that but you're also also helping us out and anything you can contribute really helps. We're saving up to get some mobile recording equipment so Cassie doesn't have to lug around a 50 pound cooler. Um, It is a really good look though. I might
1: be a little sad when it's gone
0: you're gonna get a great workout too but like please help us Save mm-hmm. cassie, yes. you survive. are you're getting a great workout but you're also hurting your back and we just don't want that for cassie so your contribution really helps out cassie's back thanks guys she likes to put the team on her back <laughs> <laughs> but do you guys want free stuff yes always Everyone wants free stuff, right? All you have to do is go over to iTunes and write a five-star review for us and we'll happily mail you a pair of dice and some cool stickers. Just message us on social media and let us know that you left that review so we can make sure to get that to you. Also, speaking of socials, ours have changed. Yeah. So you can now find us on all social media at unnatural 20s and cassie can you tell us a little bit why we are now
1: all unnatural 20s yes this fateful day has come thanks to our older brother podcast yeah the boys over at your pot filter they wanted to shout out and they tagged us in a thing because mckenna was recently on an episode i was go Go, check it out yes movie of the year they discussed the favorite which is why mckenna has some opinions yes why i love it so much and it should be noted that these old motherfuckers don't know how to use instagram So they, <laughs> they think you could just tag anybody and it's going to be the right person. It'll eventually find it to the right person. Yeah. It's like sending a pigeon like a, just a mess. <laughs> it's going to find its home. Don't worry. It, it'll know it, in the heart of hearts. It knows where to go. So they tagged us just at Unnatural Twenties. So which was taken earlier. And that's why we had to do Unnatural Twenties podcast. But they showed us that it was open. So now you can find us everywhere just at Unnatural Twenties. That's right. So it was bad on them, but good for us. Yes. Yeah.
0: And in the end, it worked out great. So why don't we do the thing where we roll for next week's DM? Yeah. Let's do the thing. Let's do the thing. I even put my arm out to the side. It was (laughs) very like
2: Mr. Rogers, like, come and be my neighbor. Come and be
0: my neighbor. All right, so we're going to roll for DM. So right now it's just going to be McKenna and Cassie Mm -hmm. for DM next week. So
1: Cassie, I'll roll for you first. All right. Which dice would you like me to roll with? Oh, man. The pink, lighter pink one.
0: Small boy, metal boy, or plastic boy?
1: Plastic boy.
0: All right. With Plastic Boy, Cassie gets a twenty. Oh. <laughs> that was a great choice. You've chosen very well, McKenna. Which dice would you like me to roll I'm with gonna for go you? With small boy. Okay, small boy, which is very tiny, smaller than your pinky, probably tiny. She rolled a 12, which would have been great if Cassie didn't Pretty roll solid. a 20. Killed it. With that plastic it's boy. It's fair, though.
2: I had to respect that 20. Thanks.
0: So next week, you'll get Cassie as your DM. And thank you all for rolling with us. Catch us next week with a new episode on Monday.